0: kutisikh is khelk tazuv de siha nasor betavis asor betavis is how alomob smikhis to shavash parshav yigash asor betavis always comes out within the uh, clo- close to shavash parshav yigash we baldas the tiniest kulam yeshikh isma pash khalis bam and since Fast days and in, in general, Yom Tovim always have a connection to the parashas in which they come out. They have a connection to the parasha that is read during that time, as the ShaAllah says, is movement So it's understood that the same for Nasaribatev. So clearly, the uh, fast of Nasaribatev is somehow connected to Parasha Yigash One could say. As vibal as the Asar Bateves is the rishon and the And since Asar Bateves is the first which means like the head, the center or the root of all the other four fasts, as will be explained later, is the Shaichasish and and the connection between when we say that there's a connection between so it's not only connected to the specific um, nature of Asar Batevis, because Asar Batevis has in it two uh, two aspects one is, it's a fast day it's the fast day of Asar Batevis as distinct from the other fast days and then it has that it is the first which means the head the head of the other fast days. So the connection between Parshava Yigash and Asarbatevas is not only to the specific nature of Asarbatevas, but also not from the but also to the general uh, meaning of the four fast days. And since what is the real purpose of fasting over the, the four fast days all have to do with the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So what is the purpose of fasting on days, in those days? Of course it is in order to repair and correct that which happened in the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, which means the purpose is the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash. And the same as Zolm, that the fast days should no longer be, once the third Beis HaMikdash is built, they will no longer be, and they will become Yomim Taivim holidays. Kemen Zodin, as will be explained later at length, Kemen Zodun, so one could say as the Shaichasush and Parshava Yigash, that the connection between Parshava Yigash und Didal Tseymas and the Four Fast Days is beikir in demchovan, is for the most part in this in the purpose of the four fast days. the Vidseimus Velanzainla Asud Lavi, which means the connection is really about how the fast days will be seen, what will happen to the, on those fast days, which are today fast days, what will happen to them the, in the time of Mashiach. And that's where we see the connection between Parshvayigash Yigash and the fast days. Base the Tariqah from Parshiva Yigash, what is the theme of Parshiva Yigash? It is it can be seen, just like in Avi Seder. In Ir-nomen, in the name of the parsha, which is Vayigash, which means the hagasha from Yehuda to Yosef, which means the approach of Yehuda to Yosef, the coming together of Yehuda and Yosef, because that's what the first pasuk says, Vayigash ail of Yehuda, Yehuda approached Yosef. But the full, the the far is the Aftira and for this reason, the after, the subject matter and Aftira from Seder of this parsha which as we know that as a rule Haftarah was always set up in a way that it has a connection it's of a similar theme to the Parsha so the, the Haftaira of this week is, is about the coming together of Yehuda and Yosef which will happen when Mashiach comes now Yehuda and Yosef represent the two Kingdoms that took place in it that were happened in that Yisroel after the time of David and Shloimeh and so on, where they broke apart, and there was Yehuda and Binyaminon uh, were one kingdom, and the Aseris of Shvatim, the Ten Shvatim, were the other kingdom, Yisroel. They were called Yisroel. And then there is the prophecy in this week's uh, Haftarah how Yehuda and Yosef will come together, meaning there will be a unity, the whole Jewish community will become one community once again that they will become one to together, united which is uh, reflective of Yehuda coming together with Yosef back in Mitzrayim as it happened when the brothers met up which is of course in the beginning of Pasha V'Yigash another point which is brought out in this haftira about the coming together of Yehuda and Yosef is Hagam Yehuda and Yosef Kanal. Even though they will become, it'll become like one community once again. The entire nation Yehuda and, and the rep- those who rep- are represented by Yehuda and those who are represented by Yosef, which means the other ten shvatim. Everybody will come together and become one community once again. From still, that Yehuda, my love, Yosef. Yehuda will have has an outstanding quality which even supersedes Yosef. Which is why in the Haftar it says that it will be David that will be the, the, the leader, which means the king forever. So, in other words, in the end, David, which represents Yehuda, will dominate over Yosef. Undit zvei nekudos hanal, bazveln zayin laasodlav. They induce these two things: the coming together, but still Yehuda is supersedes. They're ichod fun Yehuda veYosef. They're coming together. The unity between Yehuda and Yosef. And as Yehuda the ikah, but that Yehuda will be dominant. Gefint men oich benegayitzu dezaymus visaveln zayin laasodlav. We find a similar um message or theme in the fast days and how they will be. Experienced after Mashiach comes. With the Rambam, breaks the Seif Hulchas As Rambam uh, tells us this at the very end of the Hulchas the Yehud he tells us the uh, prophecy as the Yemei Shamashiyach. Then the time is naperver on the The he says that the fast days will be transformed, and this is what he what he quotes. The base Yehuda, the sas simcha. It'll be for the house of Yehuda, for the household of Yehuda for joy and, rege- and, uh, and celebration, for <inaudible> holidays,. And they will love truth and they will love peace. In other words, there was a time when they were not peace-loving, and they didn't get along together. now they will, they will love truth and peace. An this is expressing the idea of unity and even so it's called it's referred to as the house of Yehuda it doesn't say it says the house of Yehuda so even though it expresses absolute unity but still Yehuda is it's called on his name he's dominant as will be explained later on here the Rambam is quoting a a posse from Tanakh of this prophecy under Inyan, and this matter itself, that this transformation of the fast days when Mashiach comes, ois base Yehuda, is is uh, set in other words, put on a pedestal, made dominant as the center focus of it. But Shaichas to the also is connected to a what's called the the fast day, which occurs in the tenth month, which is Tevis as will be explained also towards the end of the Gimel so we'll understand this whole matter by by first explaining in the Halacha Hanal in Rambam to explain the Halacha in the Rambam that we just mentioned. Dazeuloshayne, this is the Rambam quoting the Rambam. All of these fast days, because it's, it's the end of the laws of fasts. So he had discussed the four fasts and then the Tisha B'av, and all of these fasts, asidim Mashiach, will no longer be. They will become. They will become extinct in the time of Mashiach. The loy Not only that, They will be transformed into holidays in days of joy and, and uh, rejoicing. it says in the This is what Hashem said. Harvi the fast in the that occurs in the fourth month which is Shivasavatamus. Tsaimish and the fast that occurs in the fifth month which is Tishab. But in the fast that occurs in the seventh month which is Tzum Gedalia. The and the fast that occurs in the tenth month, which, is, as we said, asar b'Tavis, the base Yehuda Simcha will become for the house of Yehuda for joy and rejoicing, alamayim holidays, vaEmes and they will love and uh, peace and truth, truth and peace. That's the wording in the last halacha um, in Hilchas the makov in the Ralecha is what is the source from where the Rambam takes this? Isn't Tesefta Seif Tainus is also found in Tesefta at the end of Tainus? Abadar lotion, but over there he has a slightly different. Uh, it's expressed differently. There it's written briefly. Those days, Asidim Liyas Yom and will become holidays for the Jewish people. as it says in Pasukayim so said Hashem, and he goes, you know, the entire Pasuk, that we just quoted, so we have to understand, about, how the Rambam, um, phrases this halacha, first of all, why does the Rambam, separate it into two, separate, uh, paragra- uh, sentences, first he says, first he says, the fast days will no longer be fast days. That's number one. Then he goes on to say, not only that, that they will become holidays. He separates it into two occurrences. First, they'll stop being fast days, and then they will become holidays. When He doesn't say it more briefly, but into Sefta, as in fact the Sefta says it, compresses it into one thing he goes immediately these fast days will become holidays he doesn't say they'll stop being fast days and they will become holidays of course when the sefta says that they will become holidays by definition it means that they'll no longer be fast days so he doesn't have to spell that out because he's already telling you that it's going to be a fast day, sorry, it's going to be a holiday, so of course it's not going to be a fast day anymore yet the Rambam does divide it into two statements. another question Why does he take out the word there will be holidays for the Jewish people for statement which the Tsefta does say and it would seem that this adding the wordly Yisroel is actually important to what you're trying to say since the Pasuk that the Rambam quotes or actually it's a sefta also over there it says for the house of Yehuda so therefore the reason that it says Yehuda in the Pasuk and not Yisroel is because the Pasuk in its literal sense is talking of from that's talking that prophecy took place about the second base hamikdash the rebuilding of the base hamikdash this prophecy was said before in the middle of the Golos or in the, that maybe before the Golos that there will be a destruction and then there will be once again a resurgence of the jewish uh, they will come back to to throw and they will rebuild the base hamikdash so it's talking about that period is is and in the, in those days, by the second base of Middash, we did not have these Ases Did not come back. They were still lost uh, wherever they went. They wherever they were exiled to in the middle of the first base of period, and they weren't by the second base amidah. So therefore, the prophecy is literally talking about the second base in in which the Yisrael wasn't present. So it talks about base Yehuda. But for this reason, it would seem that he should add, the Ramam should add, then, since the Ramam is talking about Mashiach, then these fast days will become holidays for all Yid, not just for base Yehuda. So he should have added Yisroel. Because then it will also include the ten Shvatim, which will be returned when Mashiach comes. So what's the reason that he leaves out the word Yisroel? a third question why is it important why does he add the last three words of the pasuk? P- they will love uh, peace and truth what, is that, what connection does that have with the fact that the fast days will be transformed into holidays why add those three last words which don't seem to have a connection to what the Rambam is trying to say Talmud the Ashlaimar, perhaps we could say as the Tsve lets the Kashes verimfaremfet Achos Bachavata that the last two questions answer each other. This the the sorry last two questions answer each other. Kade machen as the same as Velnzain Yomtaiv for all Yiddin. In order to clarify that the the fast days will become Yomtaivan for all Yiddin, Khochas and Pasuk Shetla Bes Yudh even though in the Pasuk it only references base Yehuda that's why the Rambam quotes the end of the Pasuk which says they will love uh, truth and uh, peace will be beloved what he means to say is since the Pasuk says that uh, when Mashiach comes it will be perfect peace between them which means that also the peace will reign between Beis Yehuda and Yosef which means Israel. Which, which they were at uh, they weren't they were at odds in the time of the first base of Mikdash, when they lived in Er's Israel. So now that we know that that's why he brings it so that we it becomes clear that even though the pasq references Beis Yehuda, and that is because that happened, that was talking about the second base of Mikdash, but now that we're talking about the third base of Mikdash, when Mashiach comes, and therefore, the when we talk about Yehuda, it of course will include everybody. Why? How do you know? Because the, they will be at peace. So if they're at peace, everybody's at peace. Everybody will have the yomtiv, and that's why the Rambam brings the end of the pasuk in order to reconcile that question of why does it say Beis Yehuda rather than, or not? We know why it says, but why it would seem that it only applies to Beis Yehuda? No, there will be peace. It'll include also Yisrael Yosef as well. So the two questions actually answer each other. As ben but we still have to understand. is the Why does the Rambam only allude to it and put it in a like a, almost like a secret code that if you understand what vehemis hashalomahavu, then you understand that Yehuda really means everybody. Why does he have to say it that way? why doesn't he spell it out? has in fact, the does spell it out by saying, that this will be for all the Jewish people. He could have added the word which would have explained the whole thing without having to rely that we will understand what he means to say with the last three words that I mean, why do that? Hey, noch, we can ask more also in the torah at the end of the laws of tainus a fast days brings the from them in he also brings this general idea what the Ramam says is the but the torah says it this way in the future time when comes hashem will transform them to days of joy and rejoicing as it says in the pasuk evlam and I will transform their mourning into rejoicing. and I will comfort them. The and I will bring joy to them. from their troubles or their sadness. Is So you have to understand about this as well. Why does the Rambam quote the Pasuk from Zechariah? Whereas we said, it's really referring to the second base of what will happen in the second base of Yiddush. In which the Pasuk therefore mentions only base Yehuda. He can bring him when he could have quoted the Pasuk like the Torah quotes the Pasuk. The Pasuk will transform their mourning into joy the Pashtus which is talking about the time of Mashiach so why does he choose to use a Pasuk which is talking about the second base of English which therefore says Yehuda which therefore we have to understand that it really means at that time it will include also Yisrael when you can quote the Pasuk which is talking about the time of Mashiach and it doesn't exclude Yosef so perhaps we could explain as that these two differences that the ever pointed out between the way the Rambam says this and the way the Torah does, and the two differences are in Rambam, the Rambam makes it into two separate phrases. They will stop being fasts and they will become Yamataivim, and the Torah is Ain and the Torah only has it as one that in those days the fast days will become celebrations. And the second difference is in Rambam bring to the pasuk The Rambam quotes the pasuk that he does, and in the Torah the pasuk vafachti. In the Torah quotes the pasuk that it will transform their their mourning. am is a bazan. That these two differences are actually in, dependent on each other. They both follow a certain thinking, and that's why the Torah does it his way, and the Rambam does it his way. Ked Kamanas will be explained. So we'll understand that by first explaining the chiluk in zwischen the two even the The difference, uh, at least the to wait the way to understand these two different psukim. and What is the theme? What is uh, what is the message of the pasuk um, that the fast days? This fast day and it goes through all the fast days will become days of joy and the other pasuk is I will transform their mourning into joy as far as as regards the changes that will happen to the fast days when Mashiach comes there are three points of this transformation Number one is the, same as the own bottle there. First of all, the, the fast days will no longer be fast days. heis, which means, does dem of the zayna yesh since that will be a time when there is peace. And it's in quotations because it refers to something. The Gemara asks a question. The Pasuk says calls it a fast day and then calls it a day of celebration. Which one is it? So the Gemara answers in a time when there is peace, which means the Beis Hamikdash is there. So then it's a a celebration, and the days uh, when when there is shmad, which means there is oppression from the from the nations under which we have to, uh, which uh, in whose countries we live, by whom we're in Golos, then it's a fast day. So what he's saying that when since then will be a time when yes shalom, which means it'll be already the future, the Beis hamikdash will be there and so on, where we're at peace. That bottle there and the and so fast, therefore there will no longer be a, a an obligation to fast, like the halacha says, as the gemara says, if there's a time of peace, then there's no reason to fast, and you don't have to fast. So then, therefore, there will no longer be fast days with a pos psak as the uh, the ruling in Shulchan Archez if there is a time when there is peace in other words during the second Besam Mikdash what happened to the fast days of, which came about through the destruction of the first Beis Mikdash there is a Besam Mikdash, there is no need to fast then there is a second point not only will they no longer be fast days there will be no need to fast during those days they will become days of rejoicing and celebration which one could say that the very fact that we lead, that we no longer have the distress of the Golos and therefore this is a fast day so now we've escaped from that and we're no longer in that which means in Ein Sholem we've left the situation in which we are under the domination of other nations and there was no Beis HaMikdash, so now we've left that behind now we're not under domination and there is a Beis HaMikdash and we are now back into the situation where there is peace, which means there is a Beis HaMikdash that in itself makes it into a day of celebration we've left that behind of course it's a celebration so there is the, uh, it's no longer a fast day, and then there is, it becomes a day of celebration the third point is not only will these days which used to be the day that used to be a fast day will now be a day of celebration, nor even nochmer even more gufe the very idea of the fast itself will be transformed into a reason for joy. In other words, we will begin to see and rejoice of the fact that there was a fast. We will begin to see what the point of the fast is. Why did it happen? What did it do for us? How it enhanced us? How it led to a greater gu'ula and so on? I don't know how to describe it in real, but just this idea that we look at the sadness of it and that brings us joy because we now see the real real reason for it. Similar, similar to what it says in the Pasuk, I will thank you, Hashem, because you punished me. Which the question is, what do you mean, you might, the Pasuk should have said, it would seem, I will thank you, Hashem, although, although you punish me. Not because you punish me, but the pasuk doesn't say uh, although the pasuk says because you punish me, because as la zain de farvosi anaftabi to be because when Mashiach comes we will be thanking Hashem because He punished us we will see the value of what Hashem did what the purpose of the golus was and we will thank that thank Him for doing it so the golus itself will bring. Joy to us—that will be a reason to thank Hashem, and therefore also the understanding the fast of that day will re- be a reason for rejoicing, transforming the fast itself into a day into a, a reason for joy. Zayat, time is a fast day. Is at the purpose? What is the meaning of a fast day? Why do we fast? Because it is a way to focus us on tshuva. So, we also find in regards to tshuva, which has a certain similarity to a fast day, they're bound up with each other. The purpose of a fast day is tshuva. Uh, so, we find by tshuva also a dugma from the a similarity to three, these three different points that we made about the fast day. Number one, Derechat durch tshuva neker when one does proper tshuva tshuva out of love so the the sin that the person committed becomes completely uprooted as if it doesn't exist the avainas verem bottle which means they are uprooted and they they stop existing they're gone wiped clean that's like the the, the fast day is no longer is no longer a fast day the second point is does does was tsuba there was to chuva ma'av. A person that does chuva out of love of Hashem is Lagabi What that naturally leads to is that a person leans the other way, since a person leaned to the left, which caused them to be to commit certain sins, so now he leans all the way to the right, so that he begins to do more than he would have done had he never committed the sin. When you never commit a sin, so then you walk down the middle road. But if you committed a sin, then it causes you to lean the other way, the pendulum swings the other way. So you become much more committed to that area in which you are doing tshuva for. So it brings an increase of commitment to that mitzvah. Which means not only do you neutralize the sins that you committed, nor as kum nachtsuwa hai suffer but it brings an added um, uh, commitment and so on to the mitzvahs of and in that, at least in the area of that specific sin that you committed. Similar to the the fact that the fast days will not only cease being fast days, but they will also become celebrations. The third point is, when a person does tshuva the proper tshuva, the way he says out of love the sin itself is transformed into a mitzvah into a positive besides for the fact that because you're doing tshuva for the sin it causes you to do more mitzvahs in that area in which you sinned, as we mentioned about point number two when the very sins that you committed also become positives they also become a force for the positive similar to what we said that the, the, we will thank Hashem for the fast day itself it itself will become a reason for rejoicing and perhaps we could say perhaps we could say just like the general idea of the Gula is dependent on that in the end the Eidn will do Chuva. Kipsaka Ramam as Ram says, The same is true also for the, the the neutralizing of the fast days, which will happen then, in the Dray Fanamal in the three ways that we talked about. As How do we bring about How do we accomplish? How do we make it happen that these fastes should be neutralized down to the even highest level? This happens through the perfect chuba that the Yidin do. meaning Shubah me'avah, and the three, because Chuba Ma'ava bring out three different points in how they transform a Yid in regards to those sins, so the 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 idea that he's saying is the geulah, the the transformation of this of the fast days comes as a result of geulah. Geulah comes as a result of chuva. So the chuva in the three ways is what affects the fast days in those three ways. They have an effect on each other. Ches. The mitkem efashtein, and this can explain to us a general question about this halacha that we talk about the last halacha of the Rambam in Hilchas Tainus and the same is true also about this same halacha as it's listed in the Torah and The for yada is what is the uh, what is the Rambam? How did he state? What is his purpose of writing this fourteen volume? S- uh, set. The Ramam himself sa- says in from Sefer Ayyad, he writes it in the introduction to the Sefer. Haluchas, haluchas, it's a, a collection of law. He com- made a com- uh, gather together all the laws as they're found in Chumash, in Talmud, in Mishnayas and so on. and that's what it's about it's not about anything else only the uh, com, uh, bringing together the uh, assembling all the halachas that one needs to know then we have to understand in Vos the halacha in them what is the halacha that we find in that final Sif that final halacha in the Hilchus tainus? what does he say the bottle. he's telling us what will happen in the time of Mashiach what's the halacha what halacha do we find in there other than a, not a prediction, but telling us what's going to happen in the time of Mashiach. So the truth is, as in Rambam, came a In regards to the Rambam, we can explain this. The answer is obvious. Adas the Farvas in Sifrei Yad because the Rambam in this in this set of the Yad Chazaka Mashiach. Also brought, brings the halachas which are uh, which will be needed, which we need to know in the time of Mashiach. He writes to Allah, He writes everything that it, there is to know, not necessarily what is relevant to today's day and age. So, therefore, He has to tell you what's going to happen in the time of Mashiach. We will not have to fast during these days in the time of Mashiach. That's a Allah. Abedos says, Nishkan Teretz, but that doesn't answer. That doesn't explain why it's also brought in the Torah of because in the Torah Shulchan Aruch you don't have the mitzvahs and the halachas which pertain to the time of Mashiach or to the time of the Beis HaMikdash they bring only things which are relevant now in the time of Goals when they wrote their Svarim and therefore they leave out all the laws of Karbanas and so on and therefore the laws of Mashiach are also not in Shulchan Aruch so then why do they write what's the halacha found in this it's telling us that in the time of Mashiach, there will no be, be no fast days, and they will return into Yom Is the beer So the explanation is the mit is mevor v'asayv because they bring this in order to explain how is one supposed to practice experience a fast day. The tshuva from the taynes of course, the tainis and fast day is connected to tshuva, as we said before. So the tshuva from the taynes the tshuva that one has during a, one needs to have during the fast day as we said that the uh, fast day is of the ways of tshuva it's the point is to bring out tshuva has to be in such a way they're telling you that you have the kind of tshuva that you have to do during the fast day is one that will lead to the transformation of the fast day into a day of celebration which is a higher level of tshuva as we explained, tshuva me'ava it's what completely transformative retroactively wipes away the sin and then also can turn into a positive so all this you need to know that you need that to know how to transform what to do on the fast day. And as we said, the three are dependent on each other. The three steps in Tshuva connect to the three steps in which the fast days will be tra- transformed. And that's why the Torah, as well as the Rambam, tell you this fact because that's how, that's the goal of the fast day today. That's why you have to know it. Test. Das ist euch Chiluk. And this is also the difference in the the. the the difference in the thi- in what's happening zwischen the zweip sukim und der tubsukim that are being used by the rambam and um, in turn the pasuk same revih chamishi yes the sason zim the pasuk that the rambam brings red when the mei had talks about the days of the fast the fast day as the tag velon zayam tem that the day will become a yomtiv those says which means no yosef of an from the same in addition to the fact that on this day there will no longer be a need to fast, that very it'll also have the added feature that it'll be transformed to such a degree that it'll become a holiday. Never mind that it's no longer there's no longer a need to fast, it even becomes a holiday. But it's talking about the day. Of the Avlam but when the, the pasuk that talks about "I will transform their mourning," and it's not the morning, uh, you know, the morning in the after the night, it means M O U R mourning. Red vegndem etzem evil gufe <inaudible> describes not the day. That's why I said the morning, not the day, but it talks about the state of mourning. That the mourning itself will be transformed. As we said, step three in that, that we will, be, we will celebrate the very thing that we mourned back then. That's what, the, you know, that transformation. That will be transformed. So the Pasuk that the Torah quotes, I will transform the mourning itself, is talking about step three. That the morning itself will be transformed. The Rammam, the Pasuk that the Rammam is quoting, talks about the day being transformed. It's no longer, um, there's no longer a need to fast. It'll become a day of celebration. But not yet, that the morning itself will be reason to celebrate. And why is there such a fundamental difference between the two Pesukim? The reason is because the pasuk it's saying the pasuk that the Rambam quotes red from now as we said before it's talking really about the time of the second base amikdash. during the second base amikdash there were five things very fundamental things that were mis- missing in the base amikdash like the aron itself in the and therefore the transformation of the fast days were not were not yet complete at all, and therefore the pasuk talks about the day being transformed, but not that the fast itself is there's such a transformation that we celebrate the fast itself. Mashenkin the pasuk whereas the pasuk that talks about Hashem will transform the morning that's talking about the time of Mashiach then it will be in a perfect way everything will be celebrated perfectly the transformation will be complete which means therefore the transformation of the fast days will also be complete that we will now celebrate the reason for the fast as well Yud based on all this we might say and the Rambam bring the same year. Even though the Rambam is using the pasuk, which is not a completely transformative, uh, that it doesn't talk about the complete transformation of the fast days. The because you could ask the question: now, based on what we said, how bring in He should have brought the pasuk, and I will transform their their morning Was vice which of course indicates a much greater transformation that, uh, then the pasuk that he himself quotes which is only that the fast day will be transformed but not the fast itself so even though he brings that pasuk but what he means what the Rambam means by quoting that Pasuk not only that the day of the fast will become a time of joy nor but it really means he's really indicating that third level which is that the fast itself will be transformed but that needs to be explained how do, we, how do you get that from this Pasuk that he's talking about the transformation of the fast itself, not just of the day of the fast. Babir, the explana- explanation is This idea that there will one day be days of celebration comes in Rambam, also, it comes as a follow up to the previous sentence, which is. All of these fast days will eventually be neutralized. They will no longer be. Not only that, but also that they will become days of celebration. From, from this we understand, that when he says that they will be days of celebration, that this is something not only will they stop being fast days, but they will also be a day of celebration, which means something more than just stop being fast days. That's obviously what he's saying. Uqah Loshan, as he says it, not only will they stop being fast days, but they will also become days of simcha. So in other words, he's trying to say something much more novel and different than just simply stopping to be fast days. The Rib for this reason, is the Ramba meant the midblois dos was Therefore you can't say anymore that the Ramam is simply saying, in his second level, the second level, the more novel thing, is simply saying that the day, which used to be a fast day, is now a day of celebration. That's the big chidush. That's the big novelty that he's saying, not only that, but there'll also be a time to celebrate. Can't be. Why not? That is the natural automatic response to a day that used to be a fast day and stops being a fast day. Then what does it become? Of course it becomes a day of celebration. That is the automatic result. That's not a great novel addition that not only that, it will also become a day of, of celebration. Of course... When you have a day that used to be a sad day and now it's no longer a sad day, of course it becomes a happy day. So what is he saying? is because that is the nature of, the, of people as. When you do away with the situation of which caused pain Of course that brings out a feeling of joy in the Mzram von in the time when you would have been in pain, it now makes you happy. So of course that's the natural result. And the Rammam wouldn't go through this whole, you know, and not only will they. That's the natural thing. That's not will not only will they. In other words, that's still the same. It stops being a fast day. Of course it becomes a celebration. so therefore we have to say as uftu from Veloy Uid elo. when the Rammam adds, not only that, but also is Kavanasa, what he means to say as oich he's talking about the third level he's talking that not only will, this, will the day of the fast become a day of celebration he means the fast itself will now be a reason for us to celebrate because we'll understand that we'll get it that the fast itself will be transformed into a joy, a reason for joy when I then bring to the from the Apostle and what does he use as a proof for that the pasuk he uses the pasuk which we until now were interpreting as being only that the day will be transformed but what he really means to bring from that pasuk is that the tr- the fast itself will be transformed a raya of them where do we see proof as the pasuk that this pasuk which we till now understood as meaning the day will be transformed, but not the fast day itself, could still could also be interpreted in the way, as that it could also relate it could also be talking about the fast itself being transformed. What's the proof? Gefintman in Bach, we find it in the Bach, which is a commentary on, on the tour. This is what the Bach says he says the Gemara asks the question. I and about that pasuk, that the the tzayim will become sussin, the fast day will become a rejo- rejoicing. correlate the Gemara asks. Uh, what I said before, on the one hand it's called a fast day, the and then but on the other hand it's called a joy rejo- rejoicing. Pirush. How, what he means to say what the gemara means to say says the bachalosh enem this the wording here doesn't seem to fit it doesn't sit well the mashmah hu guf because it sounds like the fast itself will become a day of joy it, which is what the gemara is trying to ask you're calling it a fast but you're calling it a, a joy so is it the fast becoming jo- a joyful event that's something that's impossible because the fast itself is a a reason for pain and uh, groaning and so on he should have said not the fast of the fourth month will become a day of rejoicing but the month will become a day of rejoicing because the fast doesn't become rejoicing the, the time in which it happened becomes a time of rejoicing asks the Bach so to continue he should have written the month, the fourth month will become a time of joy because the, the time becomes transformed from a, a, more, a time of mourning to a, day, a time of rejoicing but not that the fast itself the, the sadness itself becomes transformed to joy so from here we see that the Bach is saying that the word fast over here the Possek is referring to the fast itself not to the day when the fast happened but to the fast itself so even the Bach admits even though he has a question about it but he admits that when the Possek says the fast will be transformed into joy it means the fast itself. The Bach asks the question, how could you transform sadness into joy? The, but we understand how that could be. Not, ne- not totally, but at least we have an inkling of what he might mean. But from this we see that the pasuk means that the fast itself will be transformed. And that's why the Rambam uses that pasuk, because that's what the Rambam is referring to. The third level where the fast itself gets transformed. So in other words, even though on the surface the Rebbe leaned to interpreting the Rambam's Pasuk to simply talking about transformation of the time of the fast, rather than the fast itself, and the Pasuk that the Torah uses talks about the transformation of the sadness itself, in the end the Rebbe uh, proves that the Rambam also means the third level, which is the transformation of the fast itself. Yudalov, much in It's already been discussed at length. Veng shitas in regards to the opinion of the Rambam in the meaning of Yimei Sashiach, and how the Rambam sees the days of Mashiach. As the shitas say that according to the Rambam, the onzayin in them tzei There will be two general periods, two separate periods. One one period is the tukufa from Tchilas Yimei Sashiach, which will be at the beginning of the period of the days of Mashiach. Was veng dem ved in regards to that period the Gemara says that there is no real difference between the world as we know it and the time of Mashiach the main difference is that we will no longer be under the domination of other nations but this means that there will not be the normal nature of things will not change Nizayn k'hidush b'maisa said that there will be no fundamental changes to the way the world works. The way the nature that was created when Hashem created the world will continue. Ella oilam k'min as he says, the world will continue as it does today. Then there will be aspeta we'll, de Later will come a later period. Vos. In ir vetzayt chiyas ameisim that during this later period will come the resurrection of the dead. Then Ben azved botulver, azved botulver, and oichle das ramb. That even the rambam agrees that during that time the minhagas shloilam, the the nature as we know it will now no longer function the way it does now. Uns vetzayin achidus b'maysebreshes, and there will be fundamental changes to the way the world works. Nor v'ibalda dos zayin in yoniv as loy yeda adam but since it's um, this is a subject which nobody can know nobody knows what's going to happen until they happen because there the Torah is very vague about what is going to happen so the Ramam says we don't really understand what is going to happen there will be changes and he also says understanding exactly what's going to happen in the time of Mashiach the and the you know the the details of how it'll happen, they are not very fundamental to the religion. It's not essential that we know today what's going to happen at the time of the how what the details will be. And therefore the river brings the dominion in Sefer Ayad, and that's why he doesn't he doesn't talk about it in this in the Yad Khazakha. In the book of laws, he doesn't talk about it because it's not really essential to know today we don't really know what's going to happen it's not really important to know so that's why he doesn't bring it there are those who th- it was, some thought that the Rambam was trying to diminish the miraculous uh, advent of Mashiach that he was saying that it's a, a natural evolution, things will just happen naturally but the truth is that's only in the beginning he, but in the time obviously he wasn't denying Tchis Mason, which is definitely not the world as we know it so therefore, he he says he writes in uh, his letter that there will be changes, but it'll be at a later time. But he doesn't like to dwell on it because not in, not essential, and we don't really know what's going to happen. While Pisa, the point here is that there are two separate periods. While Pisa is moving, based on this, we can understand was the Rambam is machalik the halacha in in Hilchas Why the Rambam divides the halacha in Tainus in tzay bavus into two phrases, as we said before, that they, first they will s- no longer be fast days, and then he says they will become yomem tev. Well, the tzayin yomem is bitulat zaymus because these two ideas, that it, in which the fast days will become transformed, the Unzain in tzay Zundarat kufas will happen in two separate in those two separate periods. In the Erstadt kufa during the first period, then there will be peace in the world. there will no longer be a need for fast and therefore which of course, means, because it's no longer necessary to fast, it means it now becomes a celebration. That's the natural, that's what naturally happens, as we said before but the second point as which means the third point that he made when he explained the three points of the fast transformation that point as the, that the fast itself will become a reason for celebration which as the uh, Torah said but a fast day is, a, is, is an idea of pain and suffering that this, that the fast itself, which is generally a reason for pain for us, that that should become a day, a uh, reason for celebration, is, the, is in der from Bittl Minagh Shalom. That is so mind boggling. It's hard to wrap your mind around it today. That is not normal. That is not the regular way the world works. And therefore, that will not be reached during the first period of Mashiach that we should begin to appreciate and love the fast day itself for, for being a fast day and that will bring us joy that is not normal, that's not natural that is not the way the world works and that's why the ramam says he doesn't say it outright but the Rebbe interprets it as being part of the second Kufa a supernatural idea and that's why that will only come about during the second period of Mashiach. Yud based. The was the Rambam, What is the reason that the Rambam? So the Rebbe reinterpreted, explained to us that the, the posik that the Rambam quotes can also be talking about the third period. But why does he use that pasuk? Unishedem va vafachti, and not the Posik which uh, talks about the transformation directly. I is Ne, the inu from base Yehuda, because to the Rambam it's important to focus, to emphasize the base Yehuda, which is found in that passage. Fabir to explain that. The I Shibud, X Malchus from Golus, is by base Yehuda. The real difficulty of Golus was experienced by the tribes of Yehuda, Yom and the ones that were exiled uh, later by the Babylonians, and then later again by the Romans. Nish by the HaShvatim. Rather than, the real difficulty of Golis was not exper- experienced by the other ten Shvatim. For some Goli Gevei Meivel and our Sabbatian, as the, the Medr says, that they were, they, where were they sent into Golis? To, on the other side of the Sambatian River, which is some sort of a miraculous river, and therefore they're protected over there, and that's where they stay for eternity, until Mashiach comes. in the period as it's uh, written in the period that we say on Tishubav, at We're taught, sort of speaking to the ten tribes. You wandered once. You went into Golis once, and that's where you settled, and that's where you remain. The is but I, meaning the the Yehuda we had to wander again and again we were chased from one country to another country to another country and it's an ongoing Golos so the true brunt of the Golos was suffered by Yehuda rather than by Jesus and since the great joy which will be the fast days will be transformed in the time of Mashiach they come from and therefore they are in accordance with commensurate with the. The bigger the suffering when they were fast days, the greater will be the joy when they are transformed, as is understood. because he wants to bring out the great joy that will be experienced by the transformation of these fast days in the time of Mashiach, bring the Ramam the Pasuges Yehuda and that's why he uses the Pasuk which focuses on Yehuda. Because by that he emphasizes us by Zayvid that the of Simcha Zainina because by Yehuda the rejoicing will be at a much greater level than by Yosef because Yosef, the ten tribes did not suffer as much in Golos as Yehuda, and uh, since the rejoicing is commensurate with the suffering, that's why he wants to bring out how great the rejoicing would be, that's why he talks about Yehuda's rejoicing. <speaking in Hebrew> because the difficulty of the, Shiba, of the Golos is much more, it was much worse for Yehuda than it was for Yehuda. <speaking in Hebrew> but since when Mashiach comes and the whole Jewish community will become one again. As the Pasek says, and and truth and peace will be beloved. The achtes between Yehuda and Yosef, it will bring out the oneness, the unity between Yehuda and Yosef, becoming once again a one homogenous community. That Adi Simchi for Beis Yehuda so, this great joy that Yehuda is experiencing, nemen and Rum Ali Yidin, it will penetrate and will envelop all the Yidin, even the ones that didn't suffer as much. also the ten Shvatim will also be elevated to the great Simcha that Yehuda is experiencing. And that's why the Rambam quotes that passage. Hagama ze nal im beis Yehuda. Although this emphasis on beis Yehuda, as the great Simcha nem tzeitafke mit zadekaysha shibud, that the great joy comes is commensurate with the difficulty of the golah. Vos is gevem be mer be ikiba beis Yehuda, which was experienced much more intensely by Yehuda. Is faran oichin zweiten oichin. This can also be understood in uh, in regards to the second way. elsi vava sleep the bit latzaymes talon zeverin you may what he said before that just by the fact that they will no longer be fast days, they will become automatically a day of rejoicing. There too, it's in accordance with how difficult they were as fast days. But v'as is given. This is the yagam anocha from because the greater the mourning and the groaning of the fast day, alz metez the simcha. The greater is the joy. Ben same bottle when the fast day is no longer a fast day. From that's still, in other words, not only the third target, the third level, but even in the second level, also it is in accordance with how difficult the fast day was, will be the joy that comes as a result of it no longer being a fast day. From that's still. The Rambam since the Rambam, as we already said, He's using this pasuk to emphasize the third level of transformation. Those were the tzimim atzmaim bel nisapach v'el losasim The fact that the fast itself becomes a reason for joy. Darf mezugn therefore we have to say as oich de inyuf on mahaper zayin then tzimim losasim hota shaychos miyehesus to be So therefore the it must be that there is an integral connection between the transformation on the third level of the fast itself with Yehuda even though as he said the transformation could relate to to the to the middle level as well Yehuda would experience in a deeper way also but because the Rambam is relating it to the third level of transformation therefore there must be some integral connection between Yehuda and this third level of transformation, the So the explanation of this has to be seen from the Hasidic point of view, and that will m- more make it more understood. The Yehuda What is the difference between and Yehuda in their method of serving Hashem? Yosef is in Yonit represents study of Torah. which means the revelation of godliness from top down. Maten Torah Torah is something which comes directly from Hashem. It's not something that humans could uh, they don't process it, they don't make it happen. It comes from Hashem. We are gifted God's wisdom and and we study it. Which means that revelation from top down in Yonishul is, on the other hand what does Yehuda represent? Maisa. The Light, a life of doing good deeds working in the world engaging with the world by transforming and refining the, the physical reality one of the differences between revelation from above and the work that is done from below if there is a revelation from above so what happens to the darkness when it comes into contact with the light? It disappears. It d- dissipates. It doesn't transform darkness. It only makes it l- run away. It, it banishes it. But the darkness is not a tool, does not have the tools to be able to absorb light. It just gets pushed away from light. But when we work on transforming the lower elements that means that we take what is normally a darkened place, or a darkened thing object, and we transform it, we bring light into it elevating it to the level of light itself as is expressed by the term, we transform the darkness itself into light so we can take a dark physical object, which has no godly k'dush, or very little godly kdusha and we bring godly holiness to it and transform that physical object into a holy object but that doesn't happen when it is a revelation from above to below because the below is not really able to contain such a great revelation which is greatly beyond it so it just pushes it away under and therefore, mitzad bechinus When, from the perspective of Yosef, when Yosef does his work, that does All that can be accomplished as a result of Yosef's work is that what a fast day, the darkness gets pushed away. It no longer exists. but what Yehuda can accomplish is same the Simcha, that the darkness itself becomes a reason for rejoicing. It is transformed and becomes a source of rejoicing. is the Yehuda This is also the connection between Yehuda and the difficulty, the um, intensity of the Gaulis. Yosef from the from the in the level of Yosef Gilya, the which is as we said a revelation of Godliness, which comes from top down, is the in of So the what can Yosef, what kind of effect can Yosef have on the world, on something which has an somewhat of an appreciation of light. It has some connection to light. So then, it can have a connection. It, the light can come and shine upon it. But but Yosef, something that has absolutely no appreciation of light doesn't even recognize the light. So it has, it's totally lost to the whole thing. On the other hand, who works with refining the lower elements in the Mata therefore can have an effect and also work with the very lowest elements of the darkness of the world, as the the that even in the intensity of the darkness and the difficulty of Gulfs, is even that can be refined and and uh, elevated. as we said, that even darkness itself can be transformed. And therefore since Yehuda's work also happens in the lowest, the very lowest elements the place of absolute darkness because the work is being done in the very lowest elements therefore it reaches up to the very essence of Hashem as we know always that the the very highest level is expressed in the very lowest level, or the very lowest level ties into the very highest level, <laughs> which is a place the essence of Hashem, which is beyond the ability to be revealed. <laughs> similar to what we say, that there is a an added quality to a Valchuba more than a Tzadik as we bowed, say, since a um, service of Hashem comes as a result of recognizing and realizing his distance how distant he has become The that's why because it's motivated by the darkness by realizing that how we've fallen into a place of darkness therefore it reaches up to the essence of Hashem even higher than Sadiqim can reach which is, of course, the meaning of a place where bal can reach, a tzaddik cannot reach. And that's the difference between the redemption as it comes through Yosef or as it comes through Yehuda. Mitzad Yosef, when it comes from through Yosef's is in an It is. In a way that you will be redeemed good. This is a... The, the next two... These two phrases come from the story of Rus. That she was a widow whose husbands had died. And therefore she needed somebody to come and marry her. He's called the Redeemer. And so Boa said to her, If the person that is supposed to be your Redeemer, If, you, if he accepts to redeem you, in other words to marry you, Fine, good. And if he doesn't, then I will redeem you. So from this, the Chassidus says that there are two levels of redemption. There is the redemption which is called good, that comes in the way of good. And then there is the redemption which comes from the level of Anoichi, of I. Anoichi refers to the essence of Hashem. Now to say it inside. is this, From Yosef, the redemption is in a place of goodness. The whole thing plays out and In a place of goodness, a redemption which is connected with revelation of godliness, good stuff. But when the, the go'ula comes through the avodah yehudah is v'gal ticha anoechi. Then Anoichi, the go'ula through is Refers to atzmus, since it's happening, the work is being done in the place of darkness, so it doesn't bring out some revelation from some middle level but it brings into play the essence of Hashem Himself Tezvav Alpizeh is Nochmer based on this we can understand even better the Shaykh is same year Base Yehuda the connection between the fast days being transformed through Yehuda into joy to the second period of Mashiach in other words the third level as uh, you know the transformation of the fast itself of the darkness itself in addition to what he said before in addition to what he said before that being able to transform the darkness itself into light it is in itself an unnatural thing and therefore it's reserved for the second period of Mashiach but in addition to that there is another connection. Ki as is well known, Zainedah in Eilum Abba Aliyas. There are two sort of uh, ascensions that happen in Eilum One is the Sudus Lev the meal that is written that there will be a meal of Lev Yoson the fish that is reserved and the ox that is reserved for the meal for Tzadikim in the time of Mashiach, an inyem Fundugma which is an expression... At least it's an illusion, it's an analogy it's an analogy for the analogy is eating, which refers to some other thing, but it, it's still the analogy of it is eating and then there is then there is the other understanding of illama which about which the Rambam, let's say writes it's a time when there is no eating and and drinking so in other words, there's a level of Abba which is the analogy, at least the analogy of that experience is eating and drinking, and then there is a higher level of Elam which there is no such thing, in other words, you can't even use the analogy for eating and drinking at all what is the difference? the The difference between them is what does it mean to eat and drink in Elam in a spiritual place that means the joy that one has from understanding the reasons of the Torah all the Torah that we studied in this world and we didn't really get the real essence of the Torah you go into Ganeidin there you understand not Ganeidin but there you will finally understand the true meaning of it all what is it all about which will be revealed to us at that time that is how do we reach that? How do we get to that understanding? How, will we, how do we r- deserve that reward? It's by doing, by studying Torah, doing mitzvahs, we are rewarded by this enjoyment of what did it all mean, that, the stuff that we learned. That's the analogy of eating and drinking. In the tzvayta aliya aber, but in the higher level of Oilam Abba, v'et Galiver and atz is there will be revealed to us the very essence of Hashem Himself. That is a level which is not possible for any revelation to be said about that. It's a thing beyond revelation as it's discussed many times in Chzidus. Which cannot be captured through intellect. Which is meaning it can be captured through eating. Eating is the analogy for the understanding of it, so therefore on the higher level is now you reach a level of which you're relating to the essence of Hashem which can't be captured by intellect how do we deserve to be able to reach, what do we do in order to make us able to connect to Atmos? that comes from Tshuva not from regular Torah mitzvahs but from tshuva. When Azoi is, Azoi Eichdurch Mesiris Nefesh of Mitzvahs as well as Mesiris Nefesh, that also puts us in touch with Asmus. And Mesiris Nefesh is something that comes about through the strain and hardship of Golos, Funzmana Golos. What pushes us into Mesiris Nefesh, it's only when everything is going well, There, it doesn't call out Mesiris Nefesh. When a person is under great strain and hardship of the Golos, that brings the Messias Nefesh and that was, that's what allows us in the second level of ilum to make contact to be able to be in touch and connect, connected to Atzmas one could say that uh, similar to this is the that this, the same difference could be said about the two periods of Yemais Mashiach. Just like we're saying these are two levels in Ulam Abba the Yameza Mashiach is also divided into that same sort of difference. The that for the first period, the meved when the Eden will be free of any worries and therefore be dedicated totally to Teira and the wisdom of Taira. Al and I'll similar to what we said and learning and so that is all what is the analogy for that is eating and drinking stuff that's absorbed by our brain we can understand to it we can relate to it and so on and that's all a matter of not of the essence of Hashem but rather of some level which came forth from Hashem is that in the Tzvetet Kufa but in the second period the second period which is the miraculous period when the resurrection of the dead is bittul minavishal things are no longer working in the normal natural way. Al derech ein hanal, similar to what it says over there by that there is no eating and drinking. In other words, we're past we're past normal behavior of eating and drinking. Is is That is a that is a revelation of essence of Hashem. So it's the same difference. Between the two levels of the Ilmaba and the first and second periods of Gaulus. Ah, oh, sorry, Geula. When the Fad is the Sas and the Simcha from Beis Yehuda, and therefore the rejoicing of Beis Yehuda, to the Tkufa That's why Yehuda, which, whose work is with the darkness of Gaulus, that's why it's connected to the second period of Yemaisha Mashiach. While the Avveda from Yehuda is Kayshiya Shibud. Because the Avay of Yehuda, as opposed to Yosef, which deals with uh, Taira, but Yehuda deals with the difficulties of the of the grave, the Atzmos is, that's why it reaches the atmos, and that's why it's connected to the second period of Ku'lah, which is what he set out to explain at the beginning of this paragraph, which is why this, what's the connection between Yehuda and the second period of Mashiach? Based on this, we'll also understand the from Kolonal What's the connection of all this to Asarabatevis? Because that's what he wanted to understand the connection between Asarabatevis and Parsha Vayigash. Vayigash is about the coming together and the difference between Yehuda and Yosef, which he just spent pages analyzing, explaining. But what does this have to do with Asar B'tavis? so it says about, in Avudraham about Asar B'tavis, that if Asar B'tavis were ever to occur on Shabbos which today it can't because the calendar was set up in such a way but in the time when they, they did it by the sighting of the moon then it could have come out on Shabbos even if it comes out on Shabbos would not be able to be postponed for another day in other words, you wouldn't uh, well we're gonna we'll fast we're not going to fast on Shabbos we'll fast on Sunday, no, you would have to fast on Shabbos because it says in regards to it says the the wording in the Tanakh is in the very midst of this day, the terrible thing happened just like the term that is used in regards to Yom Kippur. It also the title says be." Um, so so therefore it carries a certain similarity between Yom Kippur and Aserba and just like you don't you don't postpone the fast if it comes out on Shabbos for Yom Kippur you wouldn't postpone the fast of Aserba either so what is the reason for this why is it that Aserba you don't postpone the fast even though the words teach it to us but it doesn't give the reason why the tiniest of Asar b'Teves is mitzad dem v'sdemel tatzuch angehem the motzef of Yerushalayim. What is the reason we fast on Asar b'Teves? Because that's when the siege of Yerushalayim started. V'v'sdas hot angehem on safkosav the first of the Shpeta de gemul rois, which is that's where it all started. The, the beginning of the whole tzarus was the siege. Which then led to breaking through on, t- on the Shiva subatamos, they broke through the wall of Yerushalayim. That's why we fast that day. On Tishuvah, which led to the next step, which was Tishuvah when they burnt the Besamigdash, Khor Migdash On Oyach Tishrei, as well as the Tzum Gedalia, which is also uh, happened on the third of Tishrei, which is also that they killed Gedalia, which was caused great, tr- terrible things to happen as a result of that. So it all started on, on Asar B'tavis. And since Asar B'tavis is the source of the whole problem, that's where it all began, which means that that's the the seed, the root of it all. That's why there is something more stringent about this fast day, more than any other fast day. Not Yom Kippur, but uh, than the other fast days. Which is that you... You would fast even on Shabbos. Yud would The Baal, as the Tzayim from the Asaravatevus, is the Makkah from the Aulad Dalit Tzayim. Since the source of all the other fast days is, Asar is so we understand, as the Tzayim was the Tzayim Rufta Reis, that the Tzayim that is meant to be evoked by this fast day is B'yeses, B'yeses, is on a much higher, greater level. Via the tshuva, Dorch the ander tzaymus, then the tshuva of the other fast days. Ube mele therefore the grechdas inatzmusi is barech. Hachave the tshuva from the ander tzaymus. That's why it reaches into the core of Hashem, to the essence of Hashem, more so than all the other fast days. Al d'aravim sotzer gedat freer, similar to what we said before. And the mele from Bei Yehuda, the quality that Yehuda has, which is v'sisgivend the koyshi ashibud, because Yehuda had. A much more intense Golos, That's why it reach. That's why its connection, the redemption, reaches to Atmos rather than a lighter Golos, which doesn't evoke such a reach, such a level of revelation. And therefore, a fast day, which is a much more intense day because it's the the start of it all, also reaches to Atmos. from dominion, and that's the reason. That's the explains the inner story of why why if it came out on a Shabbos you wouldn't be able to postpone it for a Sunday because the the inner understand the inner purpose the inner idea of the fast of Asar B'tavis is even higher than Shabbos just like we say that on Yom Kippur, why is it that we fast even on Yom Kippur if it, even if it falls on Shabbos because the fasting the the affliction of Yom Kippur is even higher than the eating of Shabbos and therefore when, it, when Yom Kippur is confronted should you fast, should you eat, which one is higher? the affliction of Yom Kippur is even higher than the eating of Shabbos because the fasting on Yom Kippur is similar to what is in Olam Abba. that's like experiencing Olam Abba where there is no eating and drinking and it's even higher it transcends even the eating and drinking of Shabbos and so in a similar way is the Assar also has a certain connection to a level that is even higher than Shabbos and therefore even if it were to occur on Shabbos you would have to fast because we're experiencing a higher level through fasting on Assar because Assar is the most intense of all the fast days therefore it reaches to a higher level because, As we said before, that whatever is deeper reaches higher, so therefore Asarvatevis is even higher, transcends Shabbos, just like Yom Kippur does. From them, because through the Ashuvah of this fast day, meaning Asarvatevis, the Lankman in Asmusi is Barach, we reach to the essence of Hashem, in the which will be revealed in where there is no eating and drinking, meaning to say it's such a high level that you can't even understand the, what is being, you're being exposed to at all. You, you can't wrap your mind around it. We're talking about Atmos, It's beyond any revelation and through the tshuva that we that is evoked through the, uh, the fast of, of Asar that's where you reach into that level of atmos.